Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. Welcome back. It's the Grolic Saves the World. Stop whatever you're doing. Go outside, get in your car, and just drive. You're free. Leave it all behind. We'll be with you on this journey. It's your three favorite friends from your favorite podcast telling you it's okay to go. I'm Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Orvidal. And this is the podcast that lets people be free from whatever's bogging you down. Just get in the car and fucking drive with us. And wow. and it's also the podcast where we better the world around us by bettering <laughs> ourselves with passive-aggressive self-help challenges. We will have a challenge yes, coming up yes. in a minute. Oh, we we got a good one. But consider this podcast permission to just leave from whatever it is. And to just drive. And just drive. <laughs> I've got some notes about the podcast Whoa, before we even get great. into the Oh, notes? Are we noting oh. now? We're noting. Okay. I love what we're doing. The assistant you know manager a has a review, Ben. Let's go, Let's go, come <laughs> oh, in and sit down. <laughs> okay, I'll sit down. I love what we're doing. I believe in the podcast. I think we're we have a pretty high batting average however i listen to this every week mm-hmm. every other week As do I. I don't know when it comes out i've never listened to it <laughs> but i find that we're laughing at each other with a little bit too much freedom and <laughs> i wonder are we as funny as we think we are and I don't think that we are that funny. And yet I listen, and here we are just howling with laughter right out the gates. And I and I don't even know if we've fucking earned it. Wow. Wow, <laughs> Andrew. I did not, on a comedy podcast, expect to get a note from assistant yeah. manager Adam Caden Holland. For enjoying myself too much. For laughing wow. at my friend's frivolities. Yes. Wow. I just think, I just think if we could create an ambiance between the three of us where we're hesitant to laugh, where it's awkward, <laughs> that, where we're deriving oh, no real joy sounds fun from the experience. For everybody, the including the listener, yeah, like, wow. Might be able to hear a word or two without... Because <laughs> one of us talked about a dick again. Well, listen... See, nobody laughed at that. Yeah. Well, that was an example Mm -hmm. of how it can be unfair. I think we laugh at Andrew, and I think that that's where your jealousy is coming from, is that... (laughs) Oh, you think this is from a place of jealousy? Yeah. (laughs) I laugh at Andrew a lot. I think Andrew's very funny. (sighs) I don't think he's smart. I want to be clear about that, but I think he's funny. And if you interrupt Andrew's go, 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 you know, fumbling his way through shit for me, and then his Swiss family Robinson upbringing, more of those stories, by... Because you're a curmudgeon. Well, then I don't want to be a part of this, Adam. I don't want to do it anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you're both funny. And yes, I laugh too much. I definitely laugh even more when there's a guest. I think it's like when you have a guest in your house and you're kind of like over explaining things and like showing them around and like, oh, and here's where the uh, uh, towels and washcloths are kept. Well, of course, the washcloths would be where the towels are. I don't know. You know, you kind of just get away from yourself. You're sycophantic. You're awkward. Yeah. Here's what I have to say. (laughs) 
Sorry, I laughed. At this point, do we not know that we're funny? Must we just indulge in every goddamn guttural moment? <laughs> do what I do. See, I did it again. <laughs> Keep a tally. When you find something funny, make a little notch for Andrew, make a little notch for Ben <laughs> on a piece of paper. And don't laugh. Wow. What a true psycho you are. You sure you're not putting it in the stock of a gun, you <laughs> fucking lunatic? But use, use that as, as a reason to like one or the other better moving forward from that day. <laughs> Look at the numbers. I'm not going to change this. I am not going to change this. I enjoy this podcast. This is a highlight of my week. I will God laugh. And you all know when we undertook this, you all knew that I am the Jimmy Fallon of this group, that I laugh a lot at you guys. Yeah, well, Trump enabler. So no, do I. No, well, that part too. I, but I thought it was an <laughs> earnest interview. And I thought that I showed a side of him that other people you didn't see. You just wanted see. to t- tussle his hair. <laughs> I'm just saying dial it back 5%. Uh, what's the challenge that we have today, wow, anybody? Wow. wow. Just assistant manager vibes, top to bottom. I'm ready to have some moments consecutively. Let's go. Yeah, sorry. All I'm saying is I listen to the podcast a lot while I'm driving. Malcolm's often in the back listening as well. The other day he goes, he, we're, we're all laughing on the potty. He said, what is so funny? And I said, I don't even know. <laughs> Andrew, stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. And yeah, maybe he's three, but it's the nuances of, of a stone in a dick hole for the fifth time. Laughed at as strongly as the first. Don't you was, laugh, it, Andrew. I'm trying to teach don't my son laugh. good comedy instincts. Do not laugh, Andrew. <laughs> don't you fucking laugh. Adam, stop it. No, it's my first laugh, and we've been going for seven minutes, and that's a fucking record that of it, clarity of people listening to three voices instead of three hyenas howling over one another. People anyway, like the three this, hyenas in Lion King. I think that people like those characters. So whoa, whoa, whoa. you like the hyenas in Lion People King? like them. Yeah, I do. They have fans. <laughs> I root for them. And I do think that people like listening to people have a good time and laugh. Remember Click and Clack from uh from no. Car Talk? Is that what it was called? People love to hear that. They laugh like idiots. Okay. I'm not changing a bit. Just saying dial it back five percent. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Crazy feedback. Before we get to the challenge, I just want to toss it out to the listeners. Are we having too much fun? Are we laughing too much? Is it off-putting? There he is. Let Laugh number two, you fucking idiot. Ernest, you're and such I a go. fucking that's that's what gave it to you. Are we laughing too much, Twitter? That's what that's it what didn't sets disrupt you off. the flow of conversation. In fact, I had liquid in my mouth and I didn't spit it out. So soft was my chuckle. A very nice chuckle. Soft about. was my chuckle. The Adam Caton Holland story. Stormy day in Denver. Stormy day. Oh, on you the pod. wanted to laugh. You opened your mouth, but you inhaled. Garish some. was my guffaw. The needy Ben Roy story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not needy. I'm not needy. I'm breathing life in. I'm taking it all in. I'm touching something yeah, different. You look like you're doing great. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and that always gets me when you point out how how close I am to the edge. That's when I laugh. Hardy har har. Welcome to Andrew in a cabin. Let's do the podcast. <laughs> that wasn't funny either. Okay, I have a challenge. Now you're getting it. <laughs> I have a challenge that's perfect for this, Adam. Since we've been having way too much fun, and it's chafing. Uh, your bottom. I have a a pod a podcast challenge <laughs> okay. that. Can I laugh at that? <laughs> Just the idea of Adam Caden Allen with a bright red chafed bottom. Yeah, he's, he's sneaking some desitin on his own butt. Yeah, ointments, creams, <laughs> balms. <laughs> okay, uh, this challenge. 
I don't think it's going to be very funny. I'll just warn you right now. And I'm warning the listeners too. Maybe not, maybe not a very funny challenge, but I've been thinking about my dog's mortality more and more. One of my dogs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I just gave you the disclaimer. I know. I know. Should we put the, should we sound the earnestness worm? Well, by your dogs, do you mean me and Ben? Ooh. No, not D A W T S. You mean what I mean? I, no. <laughs> Yeah, ben, that last one is almost a cough. You go to the doctor. I'm afraid you're a member of the dog pound and it's Come terminal. <laughs> Remember that guy? No, I'm not, okay. I'm not even going to grace that. See, Adam? See, Adam, I do have standards and taste. I like new bitchy Andrew. Okay. Okay. So I've been thinking more and more about my dog's mortality because one of my dogs, Sokka, the boy dog, he has a ruptured disc in his neck, in his spine, and it flares up, and he like can't even hardly move. So he's on, uh, he's on some pain medications. He also gets a CBD treat. You'd like that, Ben? Maybe you two can chat about them yeah, well, uh, when we share a hotel maybe room. I could come over and take one with him. Yeah, that'd be uh, nice. so he's on the floor. He uh, yeah. and he has to be kept incredibly chill for two months, which is impossible. You want to talk about laughing at the wrong moment. When the vet told me that, I was just, I just laughed. How old is Sokka? He's six. He's only six, which. Yeah, that's sad. He's a, he's a big, he's a big boy. But I mean, for a husky, you can expect him to go 12 years. Is this something that with rest they think is going to heal itself? I mean, I don't know yeah, much if, about If he can it, be like... kept chill enough, supposedly the vertebrae will kind of like relax back into position and scar tissue will heal up that sheath on the spinal cord that's the goal and okay but if he keeps fucking around like he does all the time he'll just keep aggravating it and if that happens he'll probably need surgery which could leave him unable to walk paralyzed and if that happens i would put him to sleep because his whole life is like physical activity he's not yeah, these are he's not like a little lap right? dog I mean, he's so. not He's not like, right. I don't want to do anything. I just want to curl up by the fire and, and toast. He's all he cares about. What voice is, was that? I want to laugh so bad, but I'm suppressing it right now. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, get critical. When the instinct to laugh comes arises, out, ask myself why. Turn it inward. Ask yourself, is it worth my laugh? And it's, then and then attack a little which bit. Which is a yeah. cool way to live. That's a cool way and to live. Anytime you, yeah. something and might. I'm telling you, you're, you'll get way funnier. <laughs> what was that? <clears throat> Hold on a second. <laughs> What was that voice, Andrew? I'm trying to not laugh. <laughs> yes. And yes. you're right. I think the podcast is getting better moment by moment by doing Me this. Me too. It was a little cozy, a little cozy dog voice. But Sock is not that way. He's very physical. So I'd ha I've had to like think like, holy shit, I could be like putting my dog to sleep at six years old. Jesus. Out of nowhere. Like he went from like being the most physically active dog I know to suddenly having this issue. So... Yeah, it's really, uh, uh, it's a bummer. It's a downer for well, sure. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Andrew. I've got similar dog stuff going on in my house, although this is just old age. We have three dogs. You're not that old. Annabelle is my dog. <laughs> You're not going to get me, you son of a bitch. You get four laughs today. She's 14 nope. years old. And, you know, she her hips are messed up. She's deafish. She's blindish. The writing's on the wall, um, and she, she was born into a litter of eight that I, my mom owned her mom. All those other dogs are dead. 
She's the last one standing. Damn. Um, however, more sad is Katie's dog, Charlie, a little Sheltie that we have. He's 13, and he, I mean, it's gotten so bad for him that we actually have an appointment to put him down next week. Are you taking him in, or are they coming to you? They're coming to us. It's one of this sort of new-agey, help-your-dog-with-a-transition type of thing. That's the new thing, is they, is they come to you and... That's great. Like, yeah. why, why do it in a terrifying, sterile environment that dogs aren't familiar with? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> exactly. When I've gone over to, like, work on stuff or whatever with you, Adam, Charlie just kind of sits... In the shade in the corner of the yard, and, and yeah, it's his quality of life is terrible, and it's you know he's getting and Annabelle and, has been a part of our group. I feel like for just as long, fourth you know, member of the Grolics for yeah. years. <laughs> years. She's such a fourteen dog. years that dog's been with me, and she's still kicking. But I mean, it's clear there's some falls down the stairs occasionally. Ooh. It's it's not great. For uh, she's right in now. Uh, she's in various videos of ours early on. That's right. Great facial expressions. Yeah. Mor- mortality of dogs is my everyday yeah. dude. I, I understand. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't like dogs. I was not, I'm not a dog person. And then when I split with, with my ex, I moved in with a person who needed a roommate. She has this little dog named Jackson and Jackson is this adorable, I don't know what it is. It looks like Toto. He's very cute. Kind of dog. And I love this dog. This dog has pulled me over and been like, we're not so bad. And now I love Jackson. And he had a scare with his liver. His liver enzymes are high and they're concerned about it. And I started thinking, like, what happens if she has to put Jackson down? Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but now I'm going so at least I know at least I, I like cut them. down on the hard alcohol if nothing else. Well, Just- Jackson, it's a social anxiety thing, and I want you to know it's a, it's <laughs> not like a it's just like when we go out. Jackson's on his fourth drink when we're all just finishing up our first. And that's, you know, yeah. you know how Jackson is. And so he's a dog, so he drinks so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's one laugh because he earned it. People, that was very funny. Yeah. Uh, act out of a dog at a bar, speed <laughs> and drinking booze. His tongue went I especially fast. And co-sign. That was, I co-sign on it. That's one laugh down. You've all got three left. Wow. So, this is a cool um, way to interact with friends and a fun way to experience jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Two laughs. Okay. I don't want to burn them for the last half. Okay. I mean, seriously, we should have tabled this and this was like a genuine challenge. Make the team earn it. This could be Make the sub challenge for it. this episode because the challenge that I'm bringing is that a lot of times when a dog is going to be put to sleep, people give them a pampering day. You see it on social media. You've probably done it yourself with past dogs. It's like, oh, I took him through the Wendy's drive-thru and got him a hamburger. And then we went to his favorite park and we did this, this, this. You give your dog an amazing day and it's, it's likely it's its last day on earth. So my challenge is you don't have to wait for your dog's last day to show them how much you appreciate them and how much you care about them and love them. Our challenge is to give your dog or your roommate's dog, in the case of Ben, uh, a pampering day. Treat it like... Yes! Treat yes! it like it is its last day, even though... Jackson! It's hopefully not. Jackson, we're going out! Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this challenge. I think this is such a good idea and very topical and timely in my life. You could call it a spa day instead of the, the usual last day. Uh, we can call it a, uh, a doggy spa day. Sub-challenge, when we talk about this, no... Frivolous laughter. No, I'm taking I'm taking the the 
parameters off. You guys hate it. I oh, want you God. to feel free. <laughs> I was just trying to have Welcome a, a back, little. Welcome <laughs> listeners. There he is. <laughs> I'm trying to have some secret talk off the pod. No. Saying I love everything. I can chill finally, it back a little bit. I can finally <laughs> laugh like a witch, which is my talk. natural way of laughing. But now I'm this bad guy. Andrew, I like that laugh. I like that laugh. That's my natural laugh. Okay. Welcome back, That feels good. Sorry for the stern It was horrible. It was horrible. So, Doggy Spa Day. I love the challenge. Yeah, let's get let's get to it. I guess Adam, you can you could choose a dog or No, it, it's Charlie, man. It's Charlie because he's on the, the way right, out. We, we yeah. have a date hey, for Charlie. Quick question it, for my doggy spa day. Do places take dog cum? Oh, now that's no what? Then, <laughs> see what happens when I take the parameters off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had that one built up. I hate up. you. I hate, I hate you. you both. But I'm so excited. You've been saving it on Dad, like a scrap of paper. We're going out for a day. When do we start? Can we go soon? Can I? Can we do this? Yeah, we of just, course. Whenever. Yeah. Look, yeah. yeah, we'll break. Let's take a break. Listen to some okay. stand up from our live show. Let's hear a clip from America's foremost dog comic. Joey, oh, I know who this is. I know who this yeah, is. It's me. I can't stop talking about my dogs because my life is that one dimensional. It's a clip from me from our our live show. It's probably about dogs because you can set your watch to me doing a dog bit at the Grolix. <laughs> and we come back thanks to the magic of podcasting. We're going to have shown our dogs a magical, magical day. Oh, I love it. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I adopted two Huskies, if you don't follow me on Instagram. Uh, I have these two Huskies. I got to exercise them about six to nine hours a day so they don't destroy my house. I have to fucking walk them constantly. I have this weird contraption. It's like a belt that connects to a leash, and then they're both tethered on the end of it. And I'm like, yeah, I bet this doesn't look dumb. I bet this like looks pretty cool. And then I'll, like, catch my reflection in, like, a bank window or something, and I look exactly like one of those car dealership balloon dudes <laughs> being dragged by two huskies. That's what it looks like. Mm, <laughs> yay! It's the fucking worst. The other day, one of my dogs uh, took one of their five three-pound shits for the day. So... I went over to go pick it up, and as I was going over to pick them up, they saw goose in the opposite direction. So they start going this way, and I'm like trying. <laughs> it looks like I'm like ascending a mountain, but I'm just going for dog shit. Like, oh, fuck. So this is my new workout. Like, fuck CrossFit. I've just got this like Husker size that I can do. Just do like curls. It's like it's like using a universal machine. You know, you've got the the front pull downs and the side. These are the technical terms. The side curls, <laughs> but one of the cables is attached to a speedboat that could leave at any moment. Like, <laughs> oh fuck! Every ligament in my arm. Hey. Do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, 
It sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. A week has elapsed. Uh, we've been hard at work pampering our pups. But before we get into that, I feel like I need to say something. I've had some time to think about it. I may have come at you guys and and us a little hard in the first half of the challenge. Who am I to police laughter? What a weird thing for me to do. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for doing that. I don't know what I was feeling that day, but I felt it sincerely, and I think the listener will have picked up on that. However, for the second half, I'm just going to say laugh however the fuck you want to laugh and ignore me like you were going to do anyway, dudes. Wow. You know, I got to be honest, Andrew, that wasn't funny at all. I mean, like, I want to yeah. laugh because he gave us permission. I think that's part of his just... new strategy. Well, Adam, <laughs> thanks to uh, the power of the COVID-19 virus, I am sick with COVID. And when I laugh, I cough and it hurts really bad. So hmm. whatever monkey's paw you wished on, congrats, because I probably won't be laughing very much at all. Oh. Yes. I've got four fingers left. One has bent down. Silence or Vidal through sickness. <laughs> what will I do with my four final wishes? Oh, okay. Hey, Adam, how about giving me a bigger D? That'd be kind of cool, huh? With one of your wishes. All right. That feels like a monkey, monkey thumb wish. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wish the thumb on that for you. Oh, there goes Andrew. Andrew's oh, coughing again. I don't like it. At least we're podcasting remotely so he can't give it to us. He, he should just stay in Quarquar forever. <laughs> and that's part of the wish. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize. Well, what a week. Here, I got a song. Let me tell you about my best friend. Remember that song? Yeah, <laughs> System of a Down, right? Yeah, dude. I love them. And what a cover they did of that. But um, <laughs> what, if, they, if System of a Down is listening, please cover Let Me Tell You About My Best Friend and just show the world the results. Serge, if you're out there listening cover it but let me tell you about my yeah. if search could do that it'd be amazing but but so uh, we're holding out and they, and they do listen from time to time so we'll see but let's uh remind the listeners that before the break we decided to do a doggy pampering day to pamper the dogs in our lives for just being rays of fucking sunshine for being incredibly important to us, you know, and and to pamper the dog shit out of your dog. Yes, exactly. And, and as Andrew said, why do we wait until the end of life when our dog is going down to, to pamper the dog? Why not appreciate our dog the way we would if we knew they were going to no longer be with us? And that was sort of the challenge. Did you all first question? Did you all pamper your dogs? Yep. Yes, I tried to. Uh <laughs> Uh, Would you like to go first, Ben? Because it feels like no, maybe you should. I think into Andrew this. brought this challenge. Let Andrew go first. Sure. Uh, I know you pampered them by bringing them to the hotel room you and I were staying in in Trinidad. They love a good hotel room. They love that air conditioning. Uh, oh boy. Um. So how did your pamper day go? I pampered them before that. That was not pampering them actually. Okay. It was good. Unfortunately, with Sokka's neck condition, I could not take them to their favorite place in the world, which we call Dog Disneyland which is the Chatfield Open Space Park, which is just oh, this yeah. huge open space 
Uh, it's got ponds in it. You take your dogs there. They're just gone. I just, I just don't see my huskies for hours. <laughs> Eventually, I find them covered in mud, wild-eyed. They've reverted back to some sort of, like, feral state, and I have to, like, corral them in a corner and take them home. They're raising a human baby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, this boy. They've got a little Mowgli. He's ours. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, it's whoever lost this Mowgli is over here. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't because of Sokka's neck. So that was a real bummer just because that's their number one favorite thing to do. So instead... So the dog just can't get too crazy right now. Can't do any like wild activity. Yeah, he's supposed to just take very chill, short walks. So we did that. We took some chill, short walks. I gave them a nice brush out, which they don't love, but they are shedding. So I knew it would make them feel better in the end. So I did. I gave them a, uh, a, a brush out. I've got pictures you could see uh, a incredibly tiny amount of the hair I managed to brush out of them. Uh, it's enough to fill a set of pillows. <laughs> and uh, I gave them scrambled eggs with their breakfast. They love scrambled oh, eggs. Oh, scrambled I eggs. I gave them scrambled eggs from time Pretty to time. Pretty liberal with the hot sauce on that? No, they don't get, they don't get any, any seasoning. <laughs> okay, that's probably a bad No idea. Frank's Red uh, Hot? Okay. Just because it'd be fun, can we call them scramby eggs? Scrambies? Sure. Yeah. Scrambies. Okay. That's cool. Adam. Is that just for fun. when you give it to dogs, or is that just what we're calling them? Just general. I don't think we. Sh I, I don't think any of us should use scrambled eggs anymore. It sounds British because they call it brekkie over there, and yeah, yeah, yeah so scramby. You guys get some brekkie scrambies. Yeah, it sounds. That's I mean, cool. it's a pretty polarizing one. I could see somebody like instantly breaking up with you if in the morning you were like, "Want some scramby eggs?" They'd be like, "I gotta go." Especially, don't say it for like the first eight months. Of the relationship, and then one morning be like, made you some scrambies, made you some scramber scrambies, yeah. and then don't back off of it. Do it the next day scramber, and the next day. Scramber, crombie, and fitch. Yeah. Scrambies, um, scrambies feels like something that you accused people in middle school of having. Like, you'd be like, <laughs> Amanda has scrambies, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she sleeps on the couch and she got scrambies. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I gave them scrambies. They got yep, nice. ugh, treats all day. Uh, I got them these like sliced lamb lungs. Uh, the treats that these huskies eat, just like a tour of the Saw franchise or just just <laughs> whatever horrific movie. Just every every organ that could be taken out of a, a body is is uh, is what these huskies get. But yeah, they've uh, they were getting lamb lung that's been like sliced and freeze dried. Oh, they love it. You know, any pet food store, you go through like the treat aisle and read what's going on there. Oh, it is a. I get them. Uh, I get them tracheas all the time. It's disgusting. Just give Here's me like a duck bill. Here's a literal duck's bill. Yeah. Here's oh, a God. bag full of mailman thumbs. That's what they're. Getting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Naturally make me laugh. Harvested. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. A bag of mailman thumbs. Ooh, Bukowski's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, those are the bourbon, I love the bourbon that. flavored. Uh, um, <laughs> bourbon soaked mailman thumb. Yeah. And then for dinner, I went to the store and I got a thing of bison stew meat and I cooked it up medium rare and I gave that to them with their dinner. Uh, they've never gotten anything like that before. Like when they're sick, they might get like chicken and rice, but to just get like their own serving of bison stew meat, it blew their minds. Uh, now <laughs> I know that I know that they can't be roughhousing too much, but did you put on little sports coats and 
did you sort of act as a mater d with like a, a oh, like napkin a little, over your forearm sort of thing. right this way table for two uh, type of thing that would be fun but no i i didn't no but i did okay. make them sit before they could come eat it which was very hard for them to do did you get them drunk no i did what about on wine a fine port i've heard <laughs> no? dogs like a nice port served from the belly button that they is love known that. <laughs> dogs love a good port very yep. weird yeah <laughs> weird <laughs> Uh, All right, so, Andrew. That's and then after that, for you, they were clearly they had the worst stomach aches I've ever seen. They were like <laughs> they were so immobile. Uh, they were just like laying around, and I'd walk by, and they would just sort of give me these wide-eyed looks, like <laughs> we loved it, but you're killing us. Um, so they did. They had a pampering day. I do wish I could have taken them to Dog Disneyland in addition to just feeding them like I was trying to kill them. But overall, I think they had I think they had a good day. I certainly blew their mind because they don't even get treats every day. They I don't give them table food. Every now and then they'll get scrambled eggs uh, with their with their food. Scrambies, I'm sorry. And but by and large they don't get a lot of extra treats. I try to, you know, watch their Did it weight. fuck with their stomachs? Did they get diarrhea or were they all right? They didn't. They didn't get diarrhea. Giant right. human like shits though on the yard, right? Like big human logs. Well, those well that's thumbs, par for the they course. Come out yeah. as- as fully solid as they went the thumbs in. come yeah, out whole well, yeah and they're hard. just sticking up out of the poop like <laughs> i approve <laughs> exactly okay just then, a horror show in andrew's front yard yeah. just human thumbs and piles of yeah. shit I, yeah when people go by, by and they're like chewing on tracheas or like fucking deer shoulder blade or whatever fucked up thing i, I gave them <laughs> i just people are have got to be like jesus christ yeah they're covered in blood and they're and they're like my dad's on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andrew, that sounds like a very nice day. And certainly like, you know, you had parameters. You couldn't go roughhouse. Yeah. Given given the parameters, like- I think they had a, a great time. That sounds amazing. Uh, let's go to Ben. Oh, okay. Go. First of all, I should start by saying Jackson's a good boy. Is what he is. He's, he's not. Boy. He's not here. Ben. Okay. And you don't so, have to well, he hears it though because he's downstairs and he hears me podcasting. So I want to make Remind sure. Remind the knows. listener: size of Jackson, age of Jackson. Jackson is approximately nine years old, and he is built very similar to Toto. He looks like Got a it. Toto type right. dog. Right. He's my roommate Sarah's dog, but I have grown to love Jackson because, as I said. He look a boy, okay? <laughs> oh my God. He look a sure. boy. He look a boy. And so when I come <laughs> home, he does what good boys do. And that did I ever tell and what you? What do good boys do? What do good, good boys, boys do? Stay at the door, and they they go boys, you know, and they take they that. Go, what? They go, what? They go what are you saying? A good boy oh, gets good on the couch and he yeah. lets you rub his belly. He rolls over immediately and takes a good belly rubbing. Have I told you that's what Milo and I have been doing? We pull up into traffic beside cars with dogs into them, and we get people to roll their window down. We're like, excuse me, roll down your window. And people roll their window down, and we're like, "We, my son and I couldn't help but notice your dog over there, and we were just wondering, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good girl. <laughs> and we just do it over and over again. People die laughing. That's, it's that's fun. awesome. We've only been that's shot awesome. at once. And okay. Denver's changing. Softer city. So um, I love this little dog. And I'm not entirely sure why, because Jackson has a very limited 
uh, set of uh, skills and tolerance hmm. to things. So hmm. he really doesn't like uh, other dogs. He's not a big fan unless they're of his height or smaller. And so taking him to a dog I'm kind park, of the same way with people, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've noticed that. That's why you and I have <laughs> such you keep me, that's why you keep me around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't stand any sort of even a micro height advantage. Yeah, I'm, I'm angry. He, he immediately puffs his chest out. But Jackson yep. definitely has little dock worker syndrome, and he. Um, oh, that's rampant in Maine. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no wonder you guys get along. LDS. Yeah, it's pretty little bad. He's got a cute syndrome. LDS. Yeah, you just want to cross the street so. when you see him coming. It's, yeah. He's just, like, ah, huh? What you fucking say about my brother? Like, he's just an angry dude. No, Trying he's, to unionize, doesn't understand it, really. <laughs> he also is not a big fan of getting in the car and going somewhere. So, because it, it's, it's particularly stressful to him. And especially my car, because I have leather seats and he slides around a lot. Uh, <laughs> he's especially oh my slick God. dog. So when yeah, I wonder why he's nervous sure. about it. Getting a pinballed around for the for the extra game in the back of your fucking Pontiac G6. Jesus Christ. Now, most of Ben's girlfriends suffer the same affliction. They're kind of slick and flying around back there. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> too real um so uh you should let your girlfriend he, sit up front by the way ben it's just a nice i don't it's old school because they slide into the dashboard whenever mm, i come to a right. stop so ben picks him up like an uber <laughs> driver he says so where are we going tonight <laughs> so a lot of it had to be done around here so little jacks and i start with his favorite thing he demands a walk in the morning so we take we went out on a walk and there is a woman named cindy uh, she lives down the street and he knows her house. And when he goes, he'll pull straight to her house and her door is open in the morning early and she opens the gate or I open it for him and he's allowed off leash to just run into her house and she gives him bacon. Uh, Are which you kidding me? Loves. That's adorable. Cindy's yeah, it's bacon Cindy's the best morning. sweet older lady. And so she's always like, come on, Jax. And he comes just trotting into the house and he's gone for a minute. Tattooed owner, stay on the sidewalk still. Yeah. Yes, I stay outside the gate. Jax, I know what I come look on like. In. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so then uh, Jax and I then took a walk to his favorite park and we do a couple laps and we get him running. He loves to, to get out and run. And if we see another little dog, he'll run up and sniff them and try to play. So you're just going off leash in this park in the morning? No. No, no, no. I don't like oh, to. Yeah, we don't know. yeah, I run with him. We go for a little run. And of course, I pamper him by letting him piss on anything he wants. I let I don't oh. stop. Uh or wait, pull wait, him along. Okay, let me let me let me pause you right there. What do you normally not let him piss on? Well, see, the thing is with him, he pees on everything even if nothing is coming out. He just stops, and it gets annoying by the end of the walk. I'm like, you're not even pissing anymore. Yeah, he's trying to mark stuff. Yeah, but there's just like, what is it, a fine mist or an air that's coming out? I There's no liquid. I, I, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 he's it, instinctual. Even if he gets a drop or two out, yeah, that's all he wants. That's that dock worker insecurity. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just like, I got to mark anything, even if I don't have anything to mark <laughs> What accent is that? Adam? I don't know. I kind of had a, a burp in the middle of it. Yeah, the drop or two, I'm fine with, but it comes to a point. I mean, he stops every like five or eight feet. He's just a very territorial in dog. The build halfway through. Uh, so, 
Then we took a walk back to the house, and it was Tot Day, motherfuckers. He knows when I yell that. It's Tot Day, motherfucker, that it's <laughs> I'm making tots, and he loves tater tots. And so we have tater tot day. Uh, so I give him a two or three little tater tots. He sits there. I make him beg for him. So we had tater tots. Uh, then he likes a nap. He likes to nap for a little bit. And so do I. Well, yeah, he's just eating bacon and tater tots. So yeah, well, shut. I'm shut up. I didn't go out and get him fucking just macerated ostrich or whatever you did. I'm on a budget here, Andrew. And After I, his bacon and tots, he loves to watch his Green Bay Packers. So we yeah. put on the game. <laughs> He's a Jesus. And he falls asleep right there in the Lazy Boy. He loves Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You should see him take his little paws and do that nationwide shit right in front of him. Um, no. So he takes a nap. I got some work done. And then we went to Good Times, where I got him. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> stop looking at me like this. I got him half of a hamburger because I was told by my roommate that if I let him eat everything he wants, he'll do it until he viciously barfs all over everything. Mm. So um, I just took the patty out. I cut it in half, and he had half of a hamburger patty. Ooh, and then boy, good- I love that. Yo, I mean, he was like, What's happening? What are we doing? Because we got in the car, and I think he thinks we're going to the vet. And, of course, he's sliding yeah. all around. It's like, oh, no, it's way there. I've heard about this day. It's, it's yeah. coming for me. Hamburger day. And then they have little doggy ice cream treats. And he had one of those. And he was pretty stoked about that. Nice. Uh, lots of kisses for this guy. That's great. And then I took him back. And then we did his afternoon walk, a nice long one where I let him piss. Uh, and then uh, we brought him back. And he had a pretty good day. <laughs> That's a great day. endorsement yeah, for really dogs. Nice if you're out there and you're on the fence about dogs, I mean, this, this could sell you on them. Yeah, I, I like this dog. If you all had heard the way I talked about dogs before this. This is a real Saul to Paul conversion here. It's a real growth. It's a real growth in Ben, and I'm honestly surprised by it. But I got to say, it, 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 it is not that my opinion of dogs has changed all that drastically. It's oh, this that, that Jackson. Ja- Lee. It's okay. that Jackson. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. I think he okay, just lacked exposure Adam, to dogs. You sound like a, a racist in the South. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I just, I met one that I liked. He's a good boy. Yeah, um, I think you just lacked exposure to dogs because yeah, most I think dogs it is. I mean, we just rule. didn't have dogs. We traveled a lot when I was growing up and I've been traveling a lot as an adult. This is the best is, you know, my my it, moving in with somebody who has a dog and then I kind of get to be around him and and uh, oh, I love to cuddle him and, and bother him. And oh, I also took his collar off and I rubbed his neck a bunch. That mm. wow. That's hey, listeners, that is a simple move you can do. Take your dog's collar off, scratch their neck. That's oh, that oh, yeah, so he good. just love laid it. there and his paws got all limp. <laughs> Okay, Adam. All right, uh, Adam. What about you? Well, as I kind of teased in the first half, when I thought about this challenge, I thought I would pamper my dog, Annabelle. I have three dogs, but Annabelle was mine, and Katie had two dogs, Sammy and Charlie, and we got together, and now we have three dogs. But And so, you know, you'd figure I'd pamper Annabelle, who's on her way out and is older. But Charlie, uh, our little Sheltie, just has been taking a turn for the worse, and and we presented this challenge with a date to have 
to have him put down. And so it was naturally like, okay, let's pamper Charlie. And I'm like sad about it. We had to put Charlie to sleep yesterday. Oh, and it was man. the earnestness thing horn, ever. Ron. Yeah, I'm so sad I forgot to sound the earnestness horn. So thanks for not pole vaulting over the river between Rift City some, and some topics, uh, man, I Some topics it. are uh, yeah, very forbidden, even in, in Rift City and yeah, Dead Dogs. I appreciate is, that. And I'm Dead sorry Dogs is actually that. the only topic, but there is a yeah, topic. I think, I think that prob- this is probably the only topic that we're all like, I'm not touching it, and I yeah. appreciate that. But yeah, it was weird. As an adult, I've had dogs die growing up, and we've put them down, but... I've never had to be the guy that's like, we're doing it. And it's never been us as the grownups doing this. And so it's also really hard when it's kind of like the dog's just fading and it's there's various signs and, and you kind of reach a point where you're like, I think it's time. And then you call the person because we decided to call this humane service. And they're like, okay, 11 days or something. And we're like, oh, God. So now you just sit there with the clock ticking and and – and that has to put you a made the right decision feel or... of like executioner kind of thing. Like I don't mean to say that in a bad like way, de- but like like a you... death row. Totally, totally. But you're doing you're the just... right thing. Well, you and it's right also thing. you lose. You're so around the dog that you don't see how badly it fades. But Katie's mom visited, and she was like, "My God, Charlie's like not good." And Katie's mom has lots of farm animals, and and is more accustomed to being like when a pet needs to go, it's humane to put them down. And I think Katie needed to hear it from somebody outside of our household who was familiar with the dog and saw the level of deterioration. So anyway, we had this date, and then this challenge was presented. And we were just like, of course, let's do it. Let's let's hang out with Charlie. And so the whole week has just been kind of these bittersweet moments. And he can't even walk that great anymore. I guess he's gone now. He couldn't walk that great anymore. So literally all we did was lift him up, put him in the car, take him to City Park. And we had a picnic blanket and we got sandwiches and we took both the boys and we just hung out for an hour and let him smell new smells and walk around and eat meat from our sandwiches and just be our little guy alone without the other two dogs. Because his, I mean, his days have just been reduced to lying in the backyard. Like, I don't even take him for walks anymore because walking around the block was too much on him. So he didn't get a lot in the last final days. So it was, uh, it was beautiful. We took a lot of pictures. It was really sad. And, and you know, um, it, it's like, how do you talk about a dog's death? And he's, he's a good little dude, and I'm going to miss him. But um, I'm honestly glad that we had this challenge to to pamper him because I think Katie would have done some things. But I was like, let's do this. Let's take him in a picnic and let's have the boys play with him. And did did how did that make her feel? Oh, I think she liked it. I mean, she and and she she did a number of little things this week as well. Like uh, like he hasn't been able to go on walks around the block. But I was like, just take him on one. Just go really slow. Like we all walk the dogs together. Sammy and Charlie, the other two with the boys. I came home with the two dogs that Ken who walks and the boys. I was like, go, just walk them around the block and take your time. And and she did that. And Malcolm and I went to the pet store and got these little tiny treats that were kind of softer for his old mouth. And and Malcolm really likes to pretend he's Ryder from Paw Patrol and that these are the pups. And like it's ridiculous. He even has like an armband made of like a half paper towel roll that Katie's like put all the little buttons on oh like, my Ryder, god zuma and he'll pretend like he's receiving phone calls on that and so oh, that's amazing. he's decided that charlie who we had to put down was the pup everest because he looks the most so he's like everest needs treats <laughs> he like ran outside and <laughs> and fed him his little treats so 
it was it was a nice week of of goodbyes. Um, so I'm going to ask you about this process. So they show up to to euthanize him there, right? Like at yeah, your home. I've never done it this way or been present for it and it was like the most beautiful thing my sister recommended this guy and i think my parents have used him before but yeah this guy jason showed up and you can tell he's like he's got tattoos of his dogs on him he's a fucking dog dude and they come in and we let the other dogs be around and observe as much as they wanted to observe he recommended at the very least letting the dogs come see the other dog's dead body to sort of process like, okay, this one's law, this one's yeah, gone. Yeah, they, they say that's good for him. So they give you this first shot, which is just like a huge dose of anesthesia. It's a three-shot process. Mm -hmm. And you could just see Charlie being like, fucking thank you. I've been in so much pain. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And he just chilled out. And then they gave you one more shot. Was which he was, conscious when they did he that? He was conscious at that point, but his eyes were starting to like roll in the back of his head. And then... They give you another shot, which is kind of like not a lethal dose, but and it, it stops your the, breathing. Yeah, it stops your breathing. It slows it down. And, and then, then the they give you like an overdose. Yeah, it stops your heart. And it was very quick. And, you know, the guy had a little thing with a stethoscope and it was like he's gone. And then then he, they take him away and they'll cremate him. And 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 that was that the other dogs didn't seem to really want to see it too much but today you can tell they're both like they need a lot more attention and and they're a little shaken up but it was it was honestly beautiful and it was really humane how did the kids handle it malcolm's handled it really well ellis is too young to yeah, know yeah um but i dropped malcolm off at school today and we had told his teacher and he was cute he goes booby already died we call him booby because katie's called him booby for years booby he just goes to the teacher goes booby already died Annabelle's alive. Sammy's alive. And she's like, thanks, Malcolm. And then he went out to the playground <laughs> just, and he told her. He's giving he just, his teacher life updates at the house. Like, <laughs> then, he, then he told the other teacher and then he went to some kid and he's like, Booby already died. And the kid's like, ah, it's 8 a.m. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that kid, um, Jesus so, Christ, it's 8 a.m., Malcolm. <laughs> so we'll see what the playground's like when we pick him up today. But he was definitely sharing the news around. That's good, though. Um, yeah. it, it's like he's uh, processing it and he's talking about it. And Katie's really, really sad. And can I tell one more thing that, that's Please. like beautiful? Yeah, I feel like I've just made this podcast like no, way no, too no. Heavy. This is great. So Katie like loved this dog, and she told me it was like her best friend. And she's told me this is like the hardest death she's had to deal with in a long time, um, which I get. I'm a dog person. <clears throat> so anyway, as I often do when I'm like when someone I love dies or I'm concerned about someone who's alive. I'll like reach out to Lydia, my little sister and be like, Hey, I don't want to bother you, but if you can help out, help out. And so like Katie basically told me that she like asked Lydia, she's like, take care of Charlie, like show him the ropes. <clears throat> Sorry. No, dude. <clears throat> anyway, which is very sweet of, of Katie to like, to do that and she she didn't tell me she was doing it she just did it you guys knew lydia she was like a super animal person i was i was like i was yeah. like are you kidding me i bet lydia's falling out of her fucking chair to help like yes 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 i'll help charlie so i thought that was really nice like lydia could welcome charlie into her brood on the other side or whatever i thought that was very lovely then katie's friend randy 
came over because and and brought her flowers and chocolates. And the name on the chocolate was Lydia's Candies. And Katie was like, did you get this for that reason? And Randy's like, I didn't even know that that was, I didn't even see the brand on the thing, which is just like such, Katie and I call those kisses on the forehead. Just like Katie asked for Lydia to help Charlie. And then here's a candy that's Lydia's Candies. Like same day, hours later. Dude, I got to say, like, it makes me, uh, for a while after, you know, Lydia had passed. I know we had um, talked quite a bit about how you felt and whatnot. And there was this fear I felt like on your part of of like not wanting to give in to believing in signs and things like that, you know, because sure, sure. I think like obviously you worry that you can like trail into religion and all of in that. Into you know? crystal territory. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's no absolutely no harm in uh and it's beautiful and it makes life more tolerable. Yeah, and 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 you can also fall into the territory of looking for it too hard. And I also never want to assign too much meaning on the person who is dead because it's not really fair and then like what if they don't deliver for you on that specific ask and yeah. now you're like mad at that. It's just like a loaded fucking thing. So I try to really choose my battles and like I'm if I pray to my dead little sister and so I, I just really love how immediate that was that Katie told me that. And I was and almost Katie being like, is that OK? And I was like, of course, it's OK. Lydia, the animal person, would be honored to accept that request. And that's and, then, and like, that's her sister. La- and hours later. And it is her sister in law. Yeah. yeah. Um, and hours later, here's a Lydia candy. It just like couldn't be more blatant. It's so, also like, I mean, uh, maybe I'm overstepping saying this, but like it also could not be more. Lydia, that she would try to make you feel better when a pet passed away. Fucking a, like, Like, gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, so I think that maybe helped Katie a little bit, and uh, I know Katie listens to this podcast, so I'm sure she's well. I know she does too. This moment, we love you, Katie, and and uh, you know, and sorry to hear about that, but. Um, I also want you to know the drawbridge is coming up, and uh, (laughs) Adam insisted that we were free to laugh. But that makes uh, me cry. So you know what? <laughs> I see your plan now. Uh-huh, <laughs> you uh-huh. what you do is you just you know you bring in heartfelt shit when we're cynical assholes, and yep. then we're not going to laugh anymore. And I see what you're doing. I see you. There's Adam. a lot of levels of psychological abuse on this podcast. <laughs> you are playing us like a fiddle. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh god! And now Andrew's going to die at the end. Yeah, and no, this is really going to no be no pamper sad. day for me. Jesus, Ben, could you take me to good times for? Half of a burger. Uh, <laughs> I eat a lot of candy, and I've never heard of a Lydia candy brand. So I've that's never pretty heard rare. Of Lydia's candy. It's it was rare. I gotta, I, I'm, it's, it was a little different than Lydia's candies. It was like Lydia's something, and it was this kind of s'more chocolate bar. It's very. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's, small uh, candy that's just, company. That's uh, quite quite the serendipity. It was. It was crazy. I, I think this was such a good challenge, and it obviously came at a really good time or a really bad time but a really appropriate time for me and our family so i really appreciate the impetus to do this it was something we were going to do anyway for charlie because he was going to be put down but this motivated like a whole special little picnic with charlie that i doubt we would have done otherwise so it's it's it was a helpful challenge and i think any all our listeners every a lot there's a lot of dog people out there we all love our dogs and they improve our lives so much on a daily basis so like it's kind of nice to stop 
even if my circumstances were a little more extreme, like Andrew and Ben did, and be like, I love you, little dude. <laughs> like, I love these, I love you guys. Let's, let's uh, spend some time with you and pamper you. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, answering the question of does this make the world a better place and will I continue doing this? 100%. I mean, I don't oh, even have yeah, to. Obviously. I don't know. He looks, ex- Jackson looks exactly the same today. Is he uh, wetter? Does he, does he kind of, is he wetter? Does he slide around the back seat? No, no, more? no, 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 no. He's, he's still, he got a haircut too. Sarah gave him a, a a good spring trim, so he's real uh, he's real cleaned up. I, I took video, which for people I don't know if any, I, either of you did, but I took uh, some video of, of Jackson and I being out. That'll be there for our Patreon subscribers, and you can see how cleaned up Jax looks. He's such a good boy. I think I will definitely do this again. Annabelle's old. The writing's on the wall for her as well. And I am definitely, I'm going to take her to Chatfield. I don't think she can swim like she used to. But I think she can run around and enjoy that. So I'm going to take her out there. It's been a long time. No, swimming um, is less friction, less weight. They, she, it may be. Yeah, good. swimming she is actually great for, uh, for old dogs. Andrew, I assume you'll be doing this again. Yeah, I treat my dogs pretty well anyway. So you do. But yeah, a pamper day is always great. It was fun to kind of blow their minds with with all all these with all these nice treats. So. I just look forward to hopefully with Sokka's vertebrae all healed up, being able to take him back to Dog Disneyland because that's what they really care about is they're jocks. They're huge, huge jocks, and they want to go <laughs> run around. Well, maybe we can do it with old lady Annabelle and get them all out there and, and run around together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say if any of our listeners are are have older dogs and are thinking about you know their end of life and, and how to do it, I couldn't recommend this process more. I think it's way less scary than taking your dog to the vet and just putting them down. It was beautiful, it was emotional, and it was very respectful to the pet. So if you're if you're thinking about um, you know how to how to end your dog's life because it's time, I know there are many services that do this, and I found it to be the best way possible to do it. So I will say I will vouch for that. I also know it could be hard to to tell when it's time, and they say. Uh, get a calendar and literally track good days and bad days. You know, you could do smiley face, frowny faces, and you could see, is my dog having mostly good days or mostly bad days? And that could help you because it's easy to, you know, the way our minds work, it's easy to like harp on, you know, oh, my, my dog has, you know, their lives are terrible. And then, you know, but if you're not tracking it, you might just be remembering three specific incidents and vice versa. You might, you know, it's like, oh, my dog seems to be suffering all the time, but they were wagging their tail and having like a happy dream the other day. So, you know, track it. And that way you that way, you know, and you can make an informed choice. Yeah, it's a very good tip. We also we got a book because we knew that Charlie was going to die and we're trying to teach our three year old about death Mm -hmm. and uh, death of a pet. So we got this book called The Invisible Leash by Patrice Karst. Do I have a few notes? I mean, yeah, I'm a writer and I had some ideas. (laughs) Um, Certainly a few areas where I could see going different directions. I mean, can we develop this into a movie? (laughs) But but, uh, it was a really helpful little book. Uh, The boy is sad about his dog being gone and his friend tells him she lost her cat and that invisible leashes connect us to our pets forever and ever. And it's also about teaching your children, the concept of someone being gone physically, but around spiritually. 
which is a hard fucking concept. And so I'll read one little page that I found really appropriate. It says, One day, the children of the world would know the truth about their invisible leashes, which let their animals run free, but connect their hearts forever. One day, those children would teach others how to believe in the things that they could feel, yet not quite see. Mm. So, nice. Charlie, we feel you, but we don't see you anymore. You were a very good dog. Thanks for being ours. See you on the Rainbow Bridge, bud. R.I.P., Charlie. And to our listeners, pamper your pets while you got them because they, uh, they bring us so much happiness. So take care of your dog right now. Go out and take care of your dog. And if you're listening, if you have a story about your dog dying, hit us up on socials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? I thought we were doing calls to action for social media. <laughs> Are we not doing this? Get the fuck out of here. Let's just listen to comedy and we'll be back. <laughs> so, uh, let's go and do this. Let's listen to a stand-up comedy clip from a time when all three of my dogs were alive and well. Oh, and, uh, Don't do and, that. Oh, no, God. it's true. It's true. It's, this is a, I, I love this clip. I did it on uh, Late Night with James Corden, and it's a funny story of, uh, of doggery. And when we come back... We will talk about next episode's challenge, and we might do some updates about previous challenge. So enjoy this, this clip. <laughs> My wife and I have three dogs. Ugh. <laughs> what is wrong with us? I'm constantly, like, covered in dog hair. My house smells like dogs. You know when you go into somebody's home and you're like, oh, dogs definitely live here. <laughs> That's my freaking house. But it's not our fault. I was a single guy. I had one dog totally normal. She was a single woman. She had two dogs. Totally normal. We got married. We united the clans. And now we have three dogs. That's not normal. What are we supposed to do? Like, put them all in a room and be like, we'll be back in one hour and there better only be two of you. Like, no. We're not monsters. We kept all three dogs. And now life is a nightmare. We were recently walking our three dogs when Sammy, the American Eskimo, started lagging behind. Do you guys know American Eskimos? They're like this little breed of white dog. In old circus photos, they're like bouncing on balls with their paws up there. They're a desperate, pathetic, needy little breed. And Sammy's no different. So we look back to see what's the holdup. Sammy's on his back, all four legs in the air, just writhing around in canine ecstasy. And some of you chuckle at the description. You find it cute. Any dog owner in the room knows exactly what's going on in that situation. Sammy had located a stink, and he was trying to soak up as much of that stink as possible to take with him for further usage down the road, which we as humans cannot understand. We studied the scene further in horrific real time. We realized that Sammy was just writhing around in a massive pile of feces. The feces went to a nearby garage wall and then up the wall to what was unmistakably human ass height. A homeless person had defecated in this alley. And now our pristine white dog was rolling around in it, of it, about it. (laughs) And so very carefully, so as not to touch anything, I just leaned down and I unclicked his leash. (laughs) And now we have two dogs. Now we're back to two dogs, which is a very normal, appropriate amount of dogs. Thank you so much for listening to my jokes. 
We are back. Uh, you know, that was, this was an interesting challenge and obviously an emotional one. And I would like to say thank you to all of you, Ben and Andrew and producer Ron, for kind of letting me use this space to mourn a little bit. I don't think I got to do that. I think I was trying to be stiff upper lip for the fam. So uh, it all came crumbling I, down on the pod, dudes. No, <laughs> we recorded I mean, it and it's in the vaults if we ever need to bring it back up. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, you got me. Thank you, got you me for giving us that on the podcast. So feel free to hold that over my head as much as you need, whenever you. You're need not going to be like, <laughs> like that all the time, are you? I mean, this is just, no, no, no. Okay. One all and right. Dunner. It's just one and done. It is a new ringtone for Patreons. If you want a ringtone of Adam okay. kind of well, quietly crying that. about his dog it's good to be back in this. <laughs> no, space dude, this is the place for that. And yeah, I've been over to your house a couple times, and we had talked about it. And uh, I know it's hard, but you you totally did the right thing. And I'm that dog was lucky to have people who cared about him. We were lucky to have him. So thanks, dudes. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the plugs. plugs then plugs, tell them what, plugs, what plugs. we're doing from tell vulnerability doing. to plugs. What a wild <laughs> ride to plugs. Yeah. <laughs> what a ride. What an American uh, show. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> this is a this is an American pie. <laughs> Adam, you and I are going to shed Andrew for a little bit. Get rid of this. Oh, my Shuck God. Second skin. Put some, somebody else down. <laughs> Fucking skin and get rid of some baggage. And you and I are heading to Portland, Oregon uh, on June 3rd to do some comedy at Clinton Street Theater. Right, and if you want tickets, you can go to my uh, website, adamcatonholland.com. But yeah, Ben and I together co-headlining Portland, Oregon. We love you. We've played there a bunch. Hope to see a lot of you at the show. Look, yeah. if I'd known that you guys were going to set up the show, I would have gone to Rob's wedding. Okay? Give me it's a heads a wedding. up next time. It's not a wedding. We're on tour. Adam and I are on tour. Don't, <laughs> we're on don't a one-city tour of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also add to when I get back, I'm going to have to cleanse my palate and shed both these assholes. Oh, whoa. Because two it's assholes? just a lot for us to be. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I have two what assholes. What kind of reptile are you where you shed <laughs> the, the extra assholes? Two, uh, sheds two assholes. Wow. wow. One of my assholes is for putting stuff in. One is for just mm-hmm. expelling stuff. Wow. So, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yep. You're one of those one ass. One goes in, one goes out. <laughs> one yeah, of those yeah. ass-eating lizards. <laughs> uh, no, June 19th. Uh, at Comedy Works downtown in Denver, Colorado, I will be filming my first hour special. Uh, this is I've had four albums out, but this is my first time filming a special. Um, and I would love you all to be there. Uh, you can get tickets now by going to www.comedyworks.com. Also, there will be, as always, the link in the show notes below. Please come out and join me. And I got to tell you guys, I've heard a lot of this material. It's dangerous and it's sexy. And you're going to want to be there in person. You're going to want to be there in person. I just talked about you calling me sexy. It's It's dangerous and it's sexy. Yeah. Bring it. Bring yeah. a change of clothes because you're going to need it on the Oops. drive home. Okay. Because uh, Ben spits that, a lot from stage, and you don't realize that. Um, <laughs> it's going to rule. Yeah. Yeah. It is going to rule. You know what else rules, guys? Prime Segway Patreon. We have a Patreon page. First of all, we've been adding followers to it because people are getting hip to all the amazing content on that. So I just want to say thank you to all the folks who have joined us 
as of late. Uh, if you don't know, there's all kinds of amazing bonus content. There's our pod within a pod, but boy, crazy full episodes mm. of that. There's ad free episodes. There's behind the scenes stuff. For instance, for this episode, we got dog videos. Also on Patreon, we're doing a new thing. First time we've ever done it. Challenge updates. You you think maybe hey we're done with the episode we're done with the challenge not true at all we kind of never we kind of keep going on a lot of them and we're gonna get into it just a little appetizer I finished Ulysses motherfuckers I finished whoa. Ulysses whoa 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 and I am proud of it I only want to talk about it all hot girl summer me at the barbecue talking about Ulysses. So oh. go on over to Patreon, see if these guys kept up with any challenges. Oh, I know I they have. did. We've been texting about it, and you can learn all about it there. Patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. As always, that link is down in the show notes. And thank you once again to all of you that currently support us. And we salute those of you about to rock with us. Those of we you that stand are about to come on board. Salute. Stand and salute. <laughs> That's that was really thing. honorable, dudes. Yeah. Thank you for standing at your chairs. I don't they couldn't see it, but I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's always, I take it more seriously than the American flag, frankly. I know you do, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, as always, you can subscribe, you can follow. Uh, we're at Grolux Comedy on all the platforms. If you feel like it, just run raving through the streets screaming about your favorite podcast. It all helps. Anything it's works. It's word of mouth. <laughs> just a dead panic, hot and sweaty. I love the Grolux saves the world. It really oh, helps. And get maybe even throw one in a new listener for me at the end. Oh, right. <laughs> Sexual wine. <laughs> okay. This podcast is not possible without some heroes. And I would like to take a moment here in the stadium to salute <laughs> these proud men and men who make this podcast possible. <laughs> Big thanks to our producer, dog anal gland expressionist, Ron Doyle. He, <laughs> he does game. it pro bono. Uh, you can find his parking lot clinic. He's got a small... <laughs> Uh, hatchback setup. You can just set your dog in the back of his uh, Honda CRV, and he will express your dog's, your dog's glands. anal glands. I mean, that's such a service. To what, what a dude! <laughs> can you fucking imagine? Oh man, how fast yeah. did you fucking report somebody? Also, and thanks to to Mike Henderson who gets Ron the dog. Yeah. If no one's coming. <laughs> Mike will get out there and he'll find a dog for Ron to do that. Any barking, dog could use a good squeeze. For dogs, is that yeah. what we call it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike Henderson, thanks for barking for dogs for Ron and for recording at the live show. We appreciate it. And that. our yep. theme music, as always, is by the domesticated Charlie Continental. Oh, he is. His wife, Feb, has trained him well. Okay. So, what's next? Next episode. What are we doing? Ooh, ooh. I, I have one. You don't have and to raise your hand. I know Just what talk. you're going to say. It's not something I'm doing already. So we can stop mm, with this. Okay. suspicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, something you want to be doing. Yes. It's something I do want to improve with myself. And, I, uh, you know, Andrew and I, both being in, in some new situations, 
treading in very new sexy waters. I think- <laughs> sexy waters, of course, the water park right next to Segway Bay. Uh, <laughs> just so many sexually transmitted infections coming off yeah. these slides. It's but an 18 and over water yeah, park. They just use the water from the city. bay on all of the slides, and it's filthy. Yeah, the pink eye has put it down a lot. Ton of standing water. I didn't see the dengue virus <laughs> catching on as well as it did. Um, and of course, famous for the constant wave pool. It's not, oh no, a wave's coming. It's a constant stream yeah, of waves. It's hard to yeah, get yeah. out. <laughs> um, so I've got an idea. This one is going to be fun. Andrew and I will definitely benefit from this. And, and Adam, I'm very curious to see me. how you do. But you, you know me. what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to hit it before you guys say it. Play us out, Charlie. <laughs> I said it before you guys. We weren't going to say it this time. 